When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host, Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. Ingrid, I'm very excited to be here with you at this moment in time. I'm excited too. I haven't seen you in like two weeks. It's been so long. Yeah, two weeks. But here we are again. We've reconnected. It's been a hectic day. It's the end of the retrograde shadow. We're pulling out. Yay, finally. Yes. It's been hectic. Has it been hectic for you? Because it's been hectic for me. It's been intense. Yeah, the communication and the traveling situation, like I'm trying to move and I'm trying to get furniture yes. and then the coordinating and the, the whole thing. And then traffic has been the worst I've ever. Oh, yeah, Tell your traffic story. Oh my God. <laughs> this, it was the worst traffic I've been in, in the six years that I've been in LA. I was just driving from like Hollywood to Echo Park, which should take maybe 20 minutes. Well, how many miles is that? I don't know. Maybe like four. Yeah. Four miles, probably four miles. And it should take maybe 20 minutes. It was kind of traffic hour. So I checked my GPS and it says 45 minutes. 45 minutes to go four miles. And I was like, that seems a little excessive, but okay, whatever. I guess I picked a bad time of day. It's like six o'clock. It's like rush hour traffic, but I'm on the side streets. I'm like, okay, I didn't think too much of it. I drive for 20 minutes. I'm like, how much longer? What is happening here? The traffic is ridiculous. There must be something happening. I check my GPS. Now it says it's going to take me another hour and 45 minutes to go two miles. An hour and 45 minutes to go two miles? I can walk like way more than two miles in an hour. And it's a, yes, an hour and 45 <laughs> minutes. And I was like, oh, I must have clicked walking. That's why my GPS yeah. says a million hours. Right. So I click walking and it says walking will take me 30 minutes. But driving will take me an hour and 45. That doesn't sound... Oh, so it'll take three times as long to drive. I started panicking and then I ended up at Moon Juice. Anyways, That's somehow, your go-to. Yeah, Moon Juice saves me from it everything. saved you? So you <laughs> stopped of. at Moon Juice, you added that into the travel time? Yes, I did. Did it help you get there faster? Or? Definitely not faster, <laughs> but it, more in one piece. It soothed you? Yeah, I guess it was the first day out of supposed quarantine or something like Dodger Stadium was open for business. So mm. somehow I was in the center. I was like at the entrance to Dodger Stadium for 45 minutes in a neighborhood. <laughs> I couldn't turn around. I couldn't park because I could have walked to my destination in two minutes. But I sat in this neighborhood for 45 minutes in gridlock. Oh, my God. Insane. Wow. So that happened. So glad everything's back open and back to normal. It's yeah, I was, I was so great. I was feeling so chaotic <laughs> after that. I was like, I can't drive one more place. That's not possible. But you got what you want. I did. Wanted. I got this dope ass lamp for my new spot. Yes, I've seen it. It's amazing. Yes. Okay. So it was worth the two hour trek to go four miles, basically. Yeah. I don't know if I would say that, but I do love the lamp. So 
Good. There's nothing I can do. Good. Well, now every time you look at that lamp, you can think about that drive. How you got there. Yeah. What a story. It's very retrograde. Yeah, it was. Yeah. One of my friends texted me and said, Can you tell Scott to put the planets back where they go? That would be great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what I do. (laughs) I I orchestrate the planets. Ah, well, you know, this is the week that Mercury moves out of its retrograde shadow. So the planets will be somewhat back how they're supposed to be. But there's several other planets that are retrograde. So Jupiter, Jupiter's retrograde, Saturn's retrograde, Ooh. Neptune's retrograde, ah. Pluto's retrograde. Oh my God. So yes, and it'll so, they'll soon be joined by Chiron and Uranus oh, later shit. this year. So how common is this culmination of every year it happens? Oh, every year. Like Pluto's retrograde for basically like five and a half months. And then every year? S- every year. Oh. And then six and a half months, it's direct. Okay. So it might not always align like perfectly in the year, you know, but within like the calendar year, but once for every 12 like 12 month, months. Yeah, exactly. It's going to happen. It's yes. Yes. Interesting. Retrogrades are a time of like relearning some lessons and revisiting old ways of doing things. And then when it comes out of retrograde, you start moving forward again. So we have to have that rhythm of the the retrogrades to kind of see our progress and, yes. and test if we have learned our lessons or not. Exactly. I mean, it takes time to learn, to grow, <laughs> yes, to learn, to mature. Mm, so Mature, that is a good word. Yes. It takes time to mature. And part of that maturity process is going over where you've already been and reviewing it, revisiting it experiencing it once more in a slightly different nuanced way if we're doing the work then when those situations arise that are like that lesson you're getting again we get to react to it differently with our mature self and we can be proud and excited we're like wow we passed that little test but if we haven't been doing the work that's when you get poked where you're just like why does this thing keep happening to me and it's like it will keep happening until you learn to react to it differently. Once you learn that lesson, you become more mature and things, the things don't stop reoccurring for you to learn, but the things get easier. Exactly. That's a hundred percent. I mean, it's, it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity. It's like you're, you're having this challenge again, and now this is your opportunity to approach the challenge in a way that's different than how you did in the past that you might not have been so proud of. So I have a nice example from my, my Father's Day weekend. Oh, okay. Yes. I mean, family is such a good place to revisit those old patterns because totally. they never stop happening. And, yep. and likely you're the only one that's really changing. I don't know. Maybe that's a little aggressive to say. In my situation, I don't know how much I'm my... the enlightened one of my family. Yeah. Like, I don't know how much... <laughs> My parents are really working on their personal growth. I don't think that's a topic that they really broach. Mm-hmm. You know, we're always growing and learning, but it's not like an active participant in that. And my sister had a meltdown just about the way my parents always are. They've been like this forever. And I used to react very much like she would. She got really upset. My parents weren't there, but after they left, she was just like very angry, very frustrated from seeing these patterns repeat forever. And in that moment, I was I was able to laugh at it and be like, oh, I used to be just like her. I was so mad and I was so frustrated and so sad and disappointed that I didn't get the parents that I wanted. And I let that go a long time ago. 
Mm -hmm. I started going to yoga in my early 20s, and that really allowed me to shift my perspective and have more compassion for them and zoom out and see like how these patterns arose. And then even more recently in the last couple of years, going to some like PTSD therapy and starting to learn about astrology, it all gives you a different perspective and it's all personal growth oriented. Like my parents haven't really changed, but I have, and my Mm. reactions to their patterns have shifted. I no longer have that anger. I no longer have that sadness, that disappointment. I still like logically feel all those things like, oh, I wish it could be different, but I don't feel it like in my gut and in my soul and my heart where I have this emotional reaction to what's happening. It would be nice, but we all want things we can't have. My dad grew up always saying like, you don't always get what you want. I want a Ferrari pickup truck, but you know. (laughs) Does Ferrari make a pickup truck? No. Yeah. So I guess you can't get that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And so I kind of, I said that to her. I said, you know, you know what dad always says, like, you know, he always wanted a Ferrari pickup truck. It's like, you always wanted these parents. Well, you're not going to get them. So like, you have to stop, like you're repeating your own pattern now. Like the question is, do you want to change? Because this is going to keep showing up for you until you change. That The situation might not change at all, but the way you react can. So it's like, how sick of yourself do you have to get to make a change? And once you start paying attention to yourself and your inner growth, you will see a change in your reactions and your reality will change. You're going to see these situations that arise as a test or a quiz to see how you can apply the things that you've learned instead of just a like, why the fuck is this happening to me? Why does it keep happening? I hate this. It was just a moment where I saw so much growth in myself where I could be like, wow, I used to be like her crying and screaming and just being like, I hate this. I hate this so much. And now I, my reaction is basically nothing. I'm like, you know, sometimes it gives me some anxiety, but then I help them with their chores or their errands. And then I go home and I don't feel bad. I feel Mm. good about spending time with them. And I'm able to kind of laugh at how annoying they are sometimes. Hmm, what a different perspective. So, I mean, she's she's aware. Well, what did she say when you said that to her? She's just like, I'm going to therapy. And her boyfriend was like, well, you went once. <laughs> and he had a really good perspective. He was just like, if the two people in this relationship as a romantic couple, like, we know we want to work on things. We go to the therapist all the time. We decide we're going to like have good communication in all our interactions. We're going to actively work on it. Even when you decide all of those things collectively and we work together, it's still fucking hard. It's still really fucking hard to make things work and to have progress. So like you want to work on yourself and your parents are not part of that process. They're still going to be the same. So you have to unplug from that. Like they're, they didn't agree to change. You just want them to change. And that doesn't work. It's impossible to change someone else. It's possible to change yourself. Yeah. But you can't change someone else. And when you're, putting all your energy in trying to change someone else or fr- you're going to be frustrated that they're yeah. not changing because it's impossible. Yeah, it is. It's impossible. And it's un- it's unrealistic. And it's like what, what there's a saying, like expectation is the theft of joy. Mm. It's like we expect something. It's like, why do we have an expectation of someone else? Maybe if there's an agreement made, like a, a relationship that you have chosen, but you don't get to choose your parents. You get what you get. That's all you get. Hmm. So you got to work with what you've got. Yes. But anyways, it felt very retrograde. She just felt very stuck in the past. And it just brought up this question that I thought, how sick of ourselves do we have to get to want to make a change? Because the only person we can change is ourselves. So like, if you're feeling frustrated or stuck, like, are you fucking sick of yourself yet? Because I got sick of myself. Mm-hmm. I got really sick of feeling like shit being stuck in these patterns. I'll do anything. Like I'll try any crazy 
therapy or chanting or meditation or stones or whatever ridiculous thing you give me, people are like, Oh, it's like, you're so spiritual. I'm like, no, I just got fucking sick of myself. I got sick of feeling like shit. So like you give me something to try that will maybe make me feel better. Okay. I'll fucking try that shit. You're doing whatever you can do to change, yeah, to evolve, to mature. And I think the people who are not personal growth oriented are kind of laughing at it. And I'm like, bitch, but you're unhappy. Hmm. I'm going to do some fucking chanting over here and talking to myself in the mirror. And hopefully I'm going to feel better. If you want to feel like shit over there, fine. You can laugh at me over here doing my exercises. (laughs) Good. Good. So I don't know. I think my sister's always. Did the light bulb go off for her a little bit? I'm not sure. I'm going to check in with her and see if, um, if anything may be stuck. I just made a couple of simple suggestions because it's also not my job to change her. Mm -hmm. So I said something that really helped me. Like I used to feel like you and I, clearly don't because i'm sitting here with you and my i'm feeling fine and grounded i'm i'm sad that you're upset but i don't feel it in my body i'm like i went to this this havening treatment it's like a meditation ptsd breathing visualization stuff but it's like a ptsd therapy and it helped me immensely you're you you brought up expectation is the thief of joy yeah and and your sister is a Sagittarius. Yes, she is. And that's ruled by Jupiter. Jupiter's the planet that's looking beyond the present reality. It's the planet of expectations. So she has these high expectations that are constantly disappointed. So she needs to manage her expectations. It doesn't mean lower the expectations, but manage them. She can still want her parents to be a certain level, but she needs to manage them in terms of understanding that it's going to take time and it starts with her being realistic. Well, Sagittarius is the sign that doesn't want to deal with reality. (laughs) They want to focus on the possibilities that exist beyond your present reality, Mm, which is a good quality also, but you got to find that balance. Yeah. This is maybe the out of balance Mm -hmm. looking at things like you wish they were. Yes, exactly. Like they could be. I mean, I'm sure they could be, but if no one's working to get there with you, then it's never going to happen. There's no plan in place. Mm-hmm. You can give someone the plans, but they don't want to follow along. Then why would you expect things to have that same outcome? Totally. Wow. Good stuff, Ingrid. I like hearing about the family. The family drama. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of family, should we get into the week? Yes, we should. Because the sun is in cancer and cancer's the sign of the emotions. The emotions are rooted in your upbringing, your childhood, your family lineage. So the giver of light, life, and vitality is shining on how you got your emotional baggage. Yes. <laughs> how, how you were raised. The ones who raised and nurtured you. It's, it's, you can't ignore it during this period. So if you are ignoring it, then you have these experiences that bring up the emotions. So it's like you have to recognize that you are responsible for how you deal with your roots. Your roots are your mother and father and your grandparents and their parents and their grandparents and so on and so forth. But how do you deal with that energy? How do you work with that energy? If you're just going to be frustrated at it, then nothing's going to be healed. So it's important to focus on healing your relationship with your roots. Healthy roots bear delicious fruit. So the sun, the giver of light, life, and vitality in Cancer aligns with Uranus, the planet of... Revolution? Revolution, yes. In Taurus, 
the sign of material security. So this is a water-earth connection, which is positive. It's a sextile. It's supportive. So if you heal some of your emotional baggage from your childhood, then you will create a shift in your material security. Yeah. You're in the material worlds. Yes. Things will start to change. Yes. Your relationship to the material. A healthy relationship with your roots by nurturing yourself, maybe in the way that you weren't nurtured by your parents, you create a healthier connection to the material. Maybe that manifests itself in the way you are spending your money. We can spend our money on things that are like a band-aid for some of our childhood wounds. Alcohol, drugs, shopping addiction, you know, spa days, whatever the thing that you just, your go-to where that's like a band-aid for your issues. And once you start to heal things, you won't have those emotional reactions, those quick fixes to make yourself feel better. You're not wasting your money on things just to make yourself feel better. So now you have like more financial stability. You bring up such a great point. We use the material so often to mask the problem. And so if you're working with the problem at the root, then you can enjoy the material in a healthier way, as opposed to a way that's trying to cover up Mm. what you don't want to... To sit with. Yes. I love that. I mean, we all do that. So there's another alignment today. It's Venus. Love and relationships. Yes. Love and relationships. In Leo, the sign of sovereignty, is aligning with the North Node. Oh my gosh. Our soul's purpose. Soul's purpose in Gemini. Ah. The sign of communication. But this is a air-fire connection. Okay. This is supportive. Both of these alignments are supportive because fire raises the air. Air fuels fire. That's Venus in Leo, which is fixed fire. The North Node in Gemini, which is mutable air. And then you have that earth-water connection between Uranus and Taurus, earth, fixed earth, and the sun in Cancer, cardinal water. So this is the opportunity for you to communicate, to express yourself, to express your sovereignty in your close personal relationships through the way that you communicate by being willing to Ask those questions. That Gemini energy, staying yes. curious. Yes. And that will fulfill your soul's purpose as a communicator. Right. Is so being you, bold and courageous in the way you communicate in your relationships. Asking those questions that you're afraid to ask. But with the cancer energy, think of your family. You know, mom, why are you, you're, you're feeling tense. Where's this anxiety coming from? I'm not, I'm not feeling anxiety. Well, it feels like you are. It sounds like you are. You know, sometimes we want to gloss over these and just, well, that's just mom. Mm, that's just dad. Yeah. You know, I, it frustrates me. I love but, that. The asking questions like, yeah, like, how are you feeling? It seems like you're not doing okay. Instead mm-hmm. of being like, oh, my dad's just always irritated. Maybe just ask what's happening. Why? Why are you so frustrated? Or why are you so short? Yes. And not in like an accusatory way, but in that curious Gemini energy way where you want to know why. That and a nurturing way where you actually care. Hmm. It's like you seem like you're you're not feeling well in the way that you're behaving, you're acting. Like what what has you unsettled? You know, caring for them, being kind. That's the Cancer energy. So the curiosity of Gemini actually being curious and the caring kindness of Cancer. That's Monday, July 5th, which I didn't say at the top, but I guess that's okay. And this is the week of 
July 5th to the 11th. Tuesday, July 6th. We've got another four planets that we're looking at, but these are challenging alignments today. So, the first is Venus again. Lady Luck, the goddess of love and beauty, the planet of relationships. In Leo, the sign of sovereignty. In opposition to Saturn. Restriction. Restriction. Authority. Authority, yes. In Aquarius. The sign of the community. Yes, the community. So maybe you expressed yourself yesterday openly, and then you're kind of getting some like friction today from your community and the way you expressed yourself and that Mm. sovereign like openness. Totally. If you're engaging in your relationships in the community from a place of sovereignty, then you need to be able to back that up with courage. With courage, but the courage comes from I know. I've done the work. I've been responsible. It's Mm. not just me being a tyrant saying, this is how it needs to be because this is what I think. No, I've done the work to come to this conclusion. And think about how you, how can you express yourself in your relationships, in the community by sharing your unique ideas. This is a time to share unique ideas, ideas that are uniquely from you. Sharing them with confidence, with courage, boldly sharing these in the community from a place of authority. Yeah, when you come from a place of authority instead of being overconfident. Or cocky. Go. Yeah. yeah, if you're not cocky about it and you actually have like a grounded approach and a reason behind the why of what you're saying, people are going to trust you. It's like, yeah, bringing that authority. Yeah, being an authority that's not arrogant. Yeah, that. that. Yeah. <laughs> Not an arrogant authority, but somebody who's in charge because they're willing to take responsibility. Like like a true authority is like the buck stops here. I made the mistake. I was responsible and I messed up. I'm taking responsibility as opposed to the authority is like, well, it's their fault. It was their fault. Always wanting to point the finger. That's not a real authority. That's that's arrogance. Well, couldn't have been my fault because I don't do anything wrong. No, that's not being responsible. That's not really being an authority. Now, the other two planets also align stressfully. Mercury, the planet of communication, the planet of the conscious mind. In Gemini, the sign that Mercury rules, the sign of communication, of curiosity, squares Neptune, the planet of the unconscious, in Pisces, the sign Neptune rules. So super strong alignment and super stressful. Yes. It's like, I think of the planet of the conscious and the planet of the unconscious squaring, squaring off. off with each other. So it's like, there could be confusion in the way that communication is happening right now. And this is because of Mercury's retrograde transit. Oh God. This is the third time that we're feeling This alignment. So like what you were talking about earlier at the top, how we just get these lessons over and over again. So think about where you were on May 22nd. Think about where you were on June 5th. And that will give you insight into what's going on today, July 6th. So May 22nd, June 5th, and then today, July 6th. Because on May 22nd is when Mercury and Neptune first squared off with each other. And then on June 5th, when Mercury was moving backwards, it squared Neptune again. And now that Mercury is moving forward again, on July 6th, it's squaring again. So this is the third time since May 22nd that we felt this alignment. 
So what can we take from those previous two times it happened and apply it to today so today's easier? Really reflecting on like what kind of lesson we could have learned in those moments we had previously. Exactly. What frustration were you dealing with in terms of communication on May 22nd and June 5th? And what can you learn from those lessons to help guide you through the clouds of July 6th? July 7th, Wednesday. Today, Mercury moves beyond its shadow. So that was like kind of like the final, the finals of, <laughs> of the Mercury retrograde. That it was like the test. last stressful alignment with Mercury and and Neptune really clouding the mind. And, and so think about the lessons that you were learning through Mercury retrograde. It was all about asking questions, being inquisitive, and taking your time with communication, being really clear, repeating back what the person just said to you and asking the person that just listened to you to repeat back what you said to make sure that like we're actually hearing what each other means. Yeah, am I understanding you right? Because you can, you can translate things in a way that doesn't reflect what the person really meant to say. Totally. And then shit gets weird. Yes. It's like, wait, so you said this? And it's like, no, I, that that's not what I'm said or not what, well that's what you said it's not what i meant okay well then re-articulate yourself Mm -hmm. so finally mercury's out of its shadow go crazy make new plans push forward so the pressure's off a little bit and so start moving forward with the new projects but this the shadow and the communication stuff is still going to be lingering for the next like week or so, right? No, this is the it. This, oh, this is, is the this end, is of, the end of the shadow. Oh shit! This okay. is the end of the Yay. shadow. Okay, so, so now, real celebration. It's real celebration now. Yes, okay. yes. And there's another alignment happening today, July seventh, that is going to be kind of like a like a cherry on top. So yeah, it is July seventh again, the same day that Mercury moves out of its shadow is like kind of like this gift of an alignment where venus again venus is a very popular planet this week it's making a lot of connections and today venus aligns venus the goddess of love and beauty the planet of relationships in leo the sign of sovereignty aligns with chiron the wounded healer in Aries, the sign of self-confidence. Ah. So the reason why... No, ah, Ingrid. This oh. is this is a gift. This is like a reward <laughs> of Mercury moving out of its shadow. Because think about it like this, Ingrid. Venus is in Leo. What is the element of Leo? Fire. Yes. And Chiron is in Aries. Fire. What, yes. So it's fire meets fire. This is that opportunity for you to... To embrace your self-confidence in your close personal relationships from a place of sovereignty. You've now done the work of learning to be a better communicator. And now you can truly engage and face whatever fears you've had in relation to your insecurities in your close personal relationships. Step into your power today. You will be rewarded. So think, how would you like to step into your power in your close personal relationships? Not in a way that's bulldozing someone over, but standing straight. Yeah, I think that same energy of being an authority and being confident and not being arrogant. 
Exactly. People will respect you. The lion doesn't have to be arrogant. Mm-mm. I mean, the lion is just like, oh, shit, that's a lion. I'm fucking yeah, here. Exactly. Like, there's no I'm not arrogance. trying to be a dick. I'm just here. Okay. Yeah, exactly. It's that energy. That's what we're working with. But of course, once you've worked with this positive, supportive energy, there's going to be some sort of test or trial the next day because That's what i was waiting for i thought for some reason when you said the cherry on top that that was like you know the also like the straw that broke the camel's back like oh the cherry on top of your like shitty day or something <laughs> no i actually meant like the cherry on top of and a sunday and ice cream you know the whipped cream it's good okay but on thursday july 8th as venus continues on it moves off of its alignment with Chiron and moves into tighter alignment with Uranus in Taurus. Now, what's the element of Taurus, Ingrid? Earth. And the element of Leo? Fire. And what are the modalities of those two signs? Uh, Leo? Is that the end of the season? Virgo's the end of summer. So that must be fixed. Fixed. So think about Leo like this. Leo is ruled by the sun. and so. In the Northern Hemisphere, it's the middle of summer. That's when the sun is brightest, most powerful. So Leo, middle of the season. So it's fixed. Now, Taurus is... Also fixed? Yes. It's a bull. It's not going anywhere. Exactly. It's the middle of spring. Okay. So you think of the bull, you think of the lion. Those are two creatures that don't back down from anyone or anything. So Venus, the planet of relationships, is squaring off with Uranus, the planet of rebellion, and there could be some sort of unexpected shift in your relationships or how you relate to the material, your values. When you, when you start to embrace your sovereignty, it's going to bring up some challenges. People around you are going to be forced to change because you're changing, or they're going to want to shift out of the dynamic with you. So think about how you can embrace your power, your sovereignty in relationship, while still maintain your material security? How can you embrace your sovereignty in your relationship while at the same time maintaining your material security, your material independence? That makes me think of definitely business relationships or like employer-employee relationships where Mm. it's like you need to communicate something, but you don't want to put your job in jeopardy. So communicating from a place, again, of authority not being arrogant, but maybe asking for what you need or asking for a dynamic shift or whatever the thing is. And even in your like romantic relationships, there, sometimes there's an aspect of money that lives there too. So expressing what you need monetarily in that relationship to have like financial independence, maybe in your close intimate relationship. And it might not, might not be easy to do that, but it's a challenge. So you have to face the challenge just like the bull or lion would face the challenge and and you bring up communication and authority. I love that you did that because the other alignment that's happening today is Mercury is in alignment with Pluto. So Mercury, the messenger of the gods, the planet of communication in Gemini, the sign that it rules, the sign of communication is in alignment with Pluto, the planet of transformation. Death of the old way of doing things. Yes. In Capricorn, the sign that represents the authority. So transforming the way that you communicate with authority. Yeah, those go hand in hand. Yes, yes. 
Are we on to Friday? Yes, we're on to Friday. Friday, July 9th. Friday's the new moon in Cancer. So setting intentions for our home life? Your home life, yes. This is perfect because I will have just moved into my new place. Oh my god, it's perfect. Yeah, it's a little over a week, I think, after you've moved in. So setting your intentions for what you want your home life to be. Setting your intentions for what you want your relationship with your family to be. We talked about cancer at length at the top of the show. It's about your roots, your upbringing, your family lineage. So your relationship with your upbringing, your relationship with your the ones who nurtured you, your relationship with your ancestors, they influence how you take care of yourself, how you nurture yourself, and they influence your home life. Whatever. I went to this like Kundalini event a couple weeks ago and the the lecture part of it, the woman was talking about our wounds from our childhood and how if we're stuck on some shit that happened with our parents and we're still mad at them and we're still obsessing on it, we're going to need to fucking get over it because we all have something from our childhood that fucked us up and our parents had something that fucked them up. Like we all have a wound somewhere that we don't want. So how are we going to move forward and get rid of it? Because you're grown now. You can decide how you want to act. You need to go into your past, go into your baggage, get that shit out and move on. The one thing that we're, we're all kind of diverge is, I mean, get over it and get rid of it. And those, it's a part of who you are. It, it, I think it's more about transforming yeah. your relationship to that experience. Yeah, that's a kind of if way you, of putting it. <laughs> if you've had a horrible, you know, and everybody, yes. I always tell parents, like, don't worry, you will fuck up your child. I mean, that's your job, <laughs> um, you know. But the thing is, is different people have experienced different degrees of trauma in their upbringing. It's not to say that anybody's is worse or better than the other. But at some point, you have to transform your relationship to that experience. Otherwise, that experience is going to continue to haunt you. Yeah, it will consume you. Well, and you will see how it affects your relationships in the present. If you're having challenges in your present relationships, if you are having difficulty in your home life, all you have to do is look back to where you began, the home where you were raised, the relationships that you first had. That was with the ones who nurtured you. They influenced and affected. It's like they they made an imprint on you that was actually made at the first moment you took your, your first breath. The planets shaped you. The stars shaped you. And then the parents just played along to the script. So what are the intentions that you want to set for your home life and your relationship with your past? I feel like I came off a very... Um cold when I when I said that earlier but I feel like the process behind shifting your perspective or like moving on is a really long process so it's not something that you turn on and off you have to ask all these questions that Scott is asking here to really get to the bottom of it and move through it it's not so easy and it takes like a lifetime of willing and wanting and doing the work to get rid of those things from our past totally then it comes back to maybe this other thing that I said that seems kind of cold but it's like when are you going to get sick of yourself enough to mm. want to change something? Because mm-hmm. all this discomfort is the planets like grinding on you and 
they're wanting you to change. They want you to change. They don't want you to feel like shit forever. They want you to learn the lessons so you can move on and grow. We're always going to get those lessons and it's always going to get uncomfortable. But if you're in those moments of feeling like really stuck and struggling, it's like you have to want it to change bad enough to actually do some changing yourself and digging back in your past and seeing where it came from and figuring out how to move through it with some compassion. Yes. Seeing where it came from, seeing where it came from, and then nurturing yourself in those moments when you were young and you weren't nurtured. That is going to help pull you out of the... Like it helps pull you out of your story, the pattern. Yes. And let's talk about cancer. It's the sign of... The emotions. Exactly. So get emotional. (laughs) Cry. Have a temper tantrum. That helps move the energy. It's good to embrace your emotions, especially when the sun is in cancer and especially during the new moon in cancer because the moon rules... Cancer. Cancer. So this is the time to really move the emotions. And you always say, like, pay attention to the tension. It's like when those emotions come up, that's when you really need to dig in and see where they're coming from. Mm -hmm. Why are you feeling so upset? What is it? What is it about those moments from your past that is really affecting you now? Yes. These are the roots that are fueling the fruit of your tree. So on Saturday, July 10th, after the new moon in Cancer, the moon continues on through Cancer and forms an opposition with Pluto. Transformation. Transformation. So you set your intentions and then you have the opportunity to transform how you feel about your past, your upbringing, your childhood, the ones who raised and nurtured you. I love that. Yes. How would you like to transform your relationship to the past? And how can you nurture the people of your past too? How was your parents' upbringing? Are you really asking me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not great. Exactly. (laughs) Not great. And how was their parents' upbringing? Even worse. Exactly. (laughs) It's like every, every generation we have some healing to do. So maybe we don't like what we got, but we definitely didn't want to have what they got handed to them. And we should be grateful that anything has changed. So how can you show your parents or your grandparents, even if your grandparents aren't here anymore, even if your parents aren't here anymore, how can you show them compassion? How can you nurture them, nurture their memory, you know, pull out an old picture of your mom or dad or your grandma or grandpa when they were a kid, when they were a baby, you know, and look at that sweet little face and realize like, wow, they were really this vulnerable child at some point that was just smacked in the face. (laughs) With life? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, thinking about my parents, they had me when they were in their early 20s. I'm like, what the fuck was I doing in my early 20s? I didn't know what the hell was going on. I was barely getting a grip. So I was like having a baby at that time. Of course, I didn't know what was going on. I'm like, I just, I feel like I'm kind of finally figuring it out. And I'm 34. I'm like 10 years ago, I was supposed to, I would have a 10 year old at this point. Just no, no. Could you imagine having a teenager right now or a preteen? Absolutely. I can actually never imagine having a preteen. Just the whole teenage years that's just all the worst yes it's the worst it's challenging sunday july 11th mercury the planet of communication is now moved on from gemini the sign that it rules to cancer so bringing that conscious mind to your emotions to your emotions to the past to your roots to your upbringing is this healing on this day well on this day perhaps but I'm just thinking in terms of the whole time that 
Mercury is going to be in Cancer, which is from today, July 11th, until July 27th. You're really going to understand what's happening in your conscious mind with your emotions. Yes. You've got just over two weeks to really focus your mental attention to what you're feeling, why, where it comes from. And it's like connecting the mind to the feeling. Your mind to your heart. Mm Mm-hmm. To what you're feeling in your gut. You know, the pit of your stomach. Mm. That sort of feeling. Okay. Yeah. Like, you've got that queasy feeling in your stomach. Think, where does that come from? When have you also felt that way in your life? And think back to... You have some dates for us? Yeah. Yeah, I got some dates. I got some dates. So the last time Mercury was in Cancer was between May 28th and August 4th of 2020. So think back to May 28th and August 4th of 2020. What was going on? Some shit. Was it? (laughs) For me. (laughs) Do you remember? Okay, so this is what you have to prepare for again. Because Mercury is going to go through and hit all those same points in your astrological code from Cancer that it did from May 28th to August 4th. It's going to do it again from July 11th to July 27th. Damn. Are you ready, Ingrid? You know, this year I'm ready. Last year I was not prepared, but this year I'm ready for it. Okay, good. Last year was a big transformation to my relationship with my former partner. Mm. And it brought up a lot of like fear and stability issues. And now I'll have just moved into a new place. I've lived with him for 10 years. So this will be, yeah, letting go of some old stuff and yeah, revisiting, maybe having a lot of fear for the future of not feeling supported anymore from that relationship possibly. Mm. or like fear of being alone or whatever like comfort that he gave me yeah although our relationship has transformed a lot i feel like we are able to be very supportive at this point in our life even though i'm moving out it feels like the support is still there we don't have to lose our relationship just because the relationship has shifted Mm. which is really exciting what a what a shift yeah from the last time this Mercury happened. was in cancer <laughs> yeah. to this time. Like, think about how far you've come. Yeah, I was scared of like losing the relationship. There was like so much fear. And now he's helping me move out and into my new place. He's like, oh yeah, of course I'm going to help you move. And we're going to decorate all day and it's going to be amazing. I'm like, yeah, this sounds so fun. Like, this is what we love to do is like create new spaces together. So yes. he's so excited that I'm creating my own space. Wow. And we're kind of doing it together. I'm collecting mm. pieces and yeah, he's a good mover and organizer of all of that. Fantastic. Yeah. So much different energy this time around. Embracing the transformation to the relationship as opposed to having like so much fear behind things changing. Yes. Change can be a good thing. Yes. <laughs> I always cling so tightly to the past. So maybe my lesson is to just, yeah, let go, kind of go with the flow. And well, your moon is in Cancer. So it's Cancer is the sign that represents the past because the moon rules Cancer and the moon reflects the light of the sun. So the light that is emanating off of the moon is literally past light. Therefore, the moon represents the past. So sit with the past a little bit and nurture yourself in those moments. You know, go back to Ingrid, May 28th to August 4th Mm -hmm. and be there with that version of Ingrid and be like, you know what? Look where we are now. We're here and it's okay. What you went through then was difficult. But I'm so grateful for you to have gone through that because now we're here 
I think that's so important to reflect on our past and have gratitude for how far we've come. Mm. And then it helps us in the future know that when we're going through those difficult moments, those times will come again when we are grateful for that change and that yes. shift. Yes. And just knowing that things don't always stay the same, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad. Exactly. Mm. Thank you, Ingrid. Yeah, thank you, Scott. You're welcome. I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to The Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper, book a personal reading with Scott or sign up for his new moon full moon class at theweeklytransit.com. Transit, 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 transit.